What's happening, people? Welcome back to another District of Copod. I'm your host, Joan, and I'm back today for a special ABBA edition. Now, we're at the end of the year, and at the time of recording, all my ABBA boys have played all their games for the first half of the season. Now, again, towards the end of 2020, and they won't have any more games. So, I thought this would be a good time to review how they've all done so far, their individual performances, where I think they can... Um, improve where I think they've excelled and some New Year's resolutions heading into 2021. So before we begin, as always, follow me on socials at Johan Yo on Twitter Instagram 2021. I'll make I want to make this team bigger and better. I want to go more into multimedia content, yeah, YouTube channel running, start even making my own comps and all of that stuff. So yeah. As long as I keep grinding and learning, hopefully 2021 will be a good year for me on that front. But yeah, let's get straight into the action. Now, of course, it's been a bit of a mixed bag. And even throughout watching and reviewing these guys, there's been things I've learned. Now, obviously, I don't support any of their teams. So I guess I'm looking at it from a nuanced, neutral point of view. But I have learned that even when... Uh, applying context to their performances, sometimes I need to really step aside and really look at with a neutral because even me, I see things. Obviously, people don't view the game the same way, and that's granted, but I feel like there's even some unconscious bias or subconscious bias from my end when I'm looking at performances. So I've taken it upon myself to go and watch some of those performances again. And so, yeah, I think I've got better... I think... Um, I think this would be a better representation of what I thought of their performances overall. And yeah, it's definitely been a mixed bag for them. Like I said, I think some of them have done very well. Some have been decent. Some have not had the best of time at all. So that should be reflected well, I hope, in this pod. And if you enjoy it, yeah, just let me know. Let me know how I can improve in the future. So yeah, we're going to start off. This is going to be... This might be a bit of a long point, actually, because I really do want to go into detail about all the guys. So, yeah, we're going to start off with Rabi um, or Ronaldo. Let's start off with Ronaldo Vieira. So let me get his, his page up and I'll be right back. All right. So we'll start off with Ronaldo Vieira. Now, he actually started a season with his parent club, Sampdoria but he moved on loan to Hellas Verona. Apologies, people, on deadline day. And, yeah, he has since made, what's that? I think six appearances for them in all competitions. Let's see. One, one, two, three, four. Oh, no, he's actually only played four games. Yeah, he's had, um, he got a fight injury pretty early on, so it's been kind of hard to assess his game so far, but from what I've seen of him so far, I can tell you that he looks very tidy on the ball, very tidy in possession. He's a strong tackler. He gets about well. He's got a good engine, but I think he can demand the ball a little bit more. I want to see his personality come out a bit more, and obviously, he's been out for a while with the fight injury. Best part of two or so months now, which is quite a long time. So, yeah. He's getting, he's getting closer to full match fitness again. But, uh, yeah, obviously his New Year resolution is to work his way back into 
for fitness for his lone club, Hellas, who I think are actually higher than his parent club in the table at the moment. Obviously, he got his first goal for the club in the Coppa Italia against Venezia. In the 3-3 draw, he equalised to get to penalties and they, fortunately for them, they won on penalties, so that was good for them. But yeah, not a lot to say on Ronaldo Vieira, really, people. I think... Um, I think he's a player that could potentially get sold in the summer by Sampdoria, to be honest. I've heard rumours that, that clubs in the championship are looking at him. So, you know, that would be a good... Um, I think that'd be a good move for him to go back to England. But, yeah, on to Rabi Matondo. Now, a similar sort of thing. Not really played too many games this season. He's played just uh, three games so far this season, I believe. He played against um, Bayern on the open day. They lost 8-0, sorry. He played against Dortmund in the derby. They lost 3-0. And uh, he was out for a, with a knee injury after the international break. And he recently came back against Freiburg. Played most of the game. They lost 2-0. So, again, it's hard to judge him. Hard to judge him as a player. Fortunately, I had seen him before. So, I kind of knew what, what I was expecting from him. But, yeah, it's been a very disappointing season for him personally. And what I've noted about him here is that he has a decent engine, much like uh, Vieira. He's good in tight spaces. I like that about him. He's a good dribbler. He carries the ball well. But, and I think um, his New Year resolution is to leave Schalke in January, honestly, because none of the managers that have been there this season have really seemed to trust in him like that. And so I think he'd be wise to move maybe to the championship again to get some regular football, whether it be on loan or a permanent deal. I think he needs to get out of Schalke because being in that environment, especially being at the top, well, it's not the top, the bottom of the Bundesliga right now. I don't think it's a good environment for him to thrive and develop, especially after such an, I would say, amazing season he had last time out. But certainly in terms of getting football, getting minutes under his belt, certainly was a better time for him last year. So I think, um, I think that's his New Year's resolution, to be honest with you people. So on to Jonathan Panzer, people. And finally, we have someone to talk about a bit more in depth now he's pl he's played 14 games for Dijon since moving there permanently from Monaco late in the window and yeah I think I think on the on the whole he's been quite good for them I think there's been some really good games some decent slash poor-ish games I think he's had a few stinkers if I'm going to be honest with you I can think of the game at Bordeaux when he was poor the game against, I want to say, not Ren. Might have been Mets where he was poor as well. Nah, PSG is. Can't believe I forgot that. PSG. He was. He was. He was shocking against PSG, which is no shame to be fair to him. But yeah, I think he's learnt a lot of harsh lessons, even in the games he's played. The few games. Well, I say few games. Comparative to the amount of games he played in his career, I think uh, he's learnt a lot, especially playing such top leagues. He's come up against uh, quick strikers, strikers that, let him, that like to to be on the shoulder of you, target men, the quick, nippy ones that like to be in and around the box. I think he's learnt a lot of harsh lessons so far. And what I like about him is his athleticism, his composure on the ball, 
his speed, his agility, his dominance in ground duels. I think he's very good at that. I think he needs to curb his temperament a bit, a bit because he can get flat. He can get caught flat-footed. He is a little bit too aggressive, and he does pick up a lot of yellow cards. Um, I think. Although he's definitely improved, and I think that's probably the the one facet of his game where I've been really impressed in the development. I think that he's definitely getting much better in terms of uh, dominating aerial situations, but it's still not um, it's still not at that upper echelon, that elite level just yet. So he needs to learn that. But yeah, ultimately the signs have been promising from Panzo, even if his team have been struggling. Of course, his team Dijon they're currently bottom of the league, and so to a degree, how much can I really praise a man if you're playing for a team bottom of the league because your team are leaking goals? But honestly, I can say that when I look at some of the goals they've conceded, I don't think he's being done any favors by the setup. The fact that the the midfield constantly leaves them exposed. Leaving them one, leaving them in, in so many one v one situations is difficult. It is difficult, and especially as a young defender, and especially given that um, prior to this season, he pretty much played most of his senior football at centre back. So he is technically making an acclimatization to not not a new position, but to a permanent foot position. So, of course, things you do as a left back are different to things you do as a as a centre-back, the mannerisms aren't the same. So he, he needs to learn that. And there are definitely things he needs to iron out of his game. He's given away... I think he's given away three penalties or something, you know? He gave away one on his debut against Leon. He gave away, he gave away one against Nantes. He gave one away against uh, Montpellier in the last minute. And that's something he, need, he needs to learn as well. Game management. Keeping your head in the final few minutes, not letting the pressure of the situation get to your head because in the game against Montpellier, they would have won the game if we hadn't given away, given away that penalty. Pretty much cost them two points single-handedly. Same thing as Nance, actually, because they drew the game 1-1. And yeah, Nance were probably the better team in the first half, but they weren't getting too many chances like that. And he just gives away a penalty, I think, needlessly. So yeah, there are things he needs to learn. And I think what something I really want to see from him, well, I want to see how he applies the three C's. Now, for me, the three C's when it comes to when it comes to young players, the three C's are competence, confidence, and oh my word, confidence, confidence, competence, and consistency. Consistency. That's what it is. Consistency. Confidence, competence, consistency. That's what I want to see from him. So, so far, I've definitely seen the competence. I think he's definitely a competent centre-back. And I think in the future, if he irons out things from his game, if he irons out that aggression, if he curbs his temperament, I think he can have a good future in that position, in that role. In terms of the confidence, he's definitely a confident character. And that's something that will be put to the test. That's something that he'll have to show his mettle the longer the season progresses. And... Uh, if Dijon continue to persist in this relegation battle, being at the bottom of the table, how will he deal with that? How, how will he deal with um, attackers coming up against him and and targeting him? He needs to learn. He needs to he needs to be able to deal with that, really and truly. And in terms of 
consistency that's also another thing he's been relatively consistent like i said i think definitely more in recent games there's definitely been some consistency in his overall performance levels i think he's been not amazing not spectacular but he's been good enough he's he's been performing to to a good slash high level given the circumstances and so yeah that's what i want to see from him i want him to be confident I want him to be more and more confident as the season goes on. I want him to become a leader in that defence because we've seen his captain next to him, Ikwede Manga. You can say he's holding his hand, but at times I've seen that. You can definitely see in games who the opposition target. They They tend to target his side. They tend to go down his side a bit more. Granted, a couple of goals they've been conceding recently. Um... I think it was Panzo that lost to Volan for the goal, but I can't really blame him too tough because it was a very good finish, taken first time by the German. But yeah, apart from that, I've been impressed with, with what I've seen from him. He needs to work on his positioning a bit more. And yeah, 2021 is about ironing out some kinks in his game. I don't know if he, he would stay with Dijon if they got relegated. And I think, um, well, I implore Premier League teams to be looking at him. I implore teams in the bottom half to be looking at him because I think he'd be very good and cheap pickup, most crucially. I think he'd be very cheap given the circumstances. You could probably get him for like under 10, 15 million, to be honest with you. That would be a sick deal for any club. I think teams like Everton, West Ham, Southampton, um, who else? Newcastle should be all over that sort of deal. Should be looking at Panzo. Or if not Premier League clubs, and definitely high-end Championship clubs or other league clubs, they should definitely be looking at my man in the summer if Dijon do get relegated. Of course, if Dijon stay up, then I, I'd imagine they'll probably stay there for another season. But if they, if he doesn't, well, if they don't, then I can, I can see him leaving again in the summer. So yeah, Jonathan Panzo, he's done decently so far. I forgot to give the other two ratings, so let me just go back to them. Rabi Matondo. Out of 10 so far, I have to give him a zero because he's barely played. And when he has played, he hasn't played well, really and truly. Ronaldo Vieira, um, I'm going to give him a three slash a four because, again, he hasn't really played. And he hasn't been spectacular. Although, can't really expect to play to be spectacular in that sort of position. But, yeah. As for Jonathan Panzo, I would give him a six and a half out of 10 so far. I think it would have been a seven if it weren't for the mistakes he's made and I think a 7 would maybe be reaching slightly but 6 is a bit too hard so I'll set off in the middle I'll go 6.5 out of 10 so yeah let me just get the next guy who will be James Sancho and I'll be right back so on to the two Dortmund boys and we're going to start off with Jaden Sancho who's I can't lie not had the best of seasons compared to last time out. Last season, I think he got 17 league goals and 16 assists in the Bundesliga last season. So far, he's on four assists, but no goals. He's lost his scoring touch. And yeah, there's been a few chances he's had this season where I think his finishing has really let him down. I can think of the game at Frankfurt where he missed two good chances. I can think of... um, the game at Hoffenheim where he missed a big chance at 1-0, I mean at 0-0 and got subbed off. Lazio as well in the two games, he had a few chances to score. He's had some good performances. I think I think he's definitely been 
been better in the Champions League so far this season. He scored, he scored against Zenit, he scored that free kick against Bruges. And he also did well against Lazio. But yeah, ultimately, overall, I'd have to give him a four and a half out of ten so far because I think he's trying to force things too much. For a player of visibility, three goals and seven assists in all comps. I mean, it's, it's, not, it's not the worst, but considering, like I said, none of them are in the league. One in the cup, two in Champions League, as opposed to the assists. Four in Bundesliga, one in the cup, two in Champions League. He needs to stop forcing things, really and truly. He's been decent in build-up, but when I think of uh, the decisive actions he's tried to carry out, hasn't really executed them that well. So, yeah, he needs to find his confidence. I think that's his 2021 New Year resolution. Find his confidence. I don't know whether he's been affected by the speculation of the Manchester United failed move. I don't think he wants out of Dortmund desperately because... He will obviously appreciate the fact that Dortmund basically made his career. They gave him the platform to be where he is today. They took a chance on him at uh, 16 years of age. And look where he is now. You look at how he's progressed in the years since. So I think he, he'd be appreciative of that. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if he left in the summer and went to England, if he did eventually join Manchester United in the summer, like I said. But... Uh, as for this season, Dortmund are struggling. They're struggling for goals at the moment. They are fifth in the table. It looks like they're already out of the Bundesliga title race. So they need players like Sancho to step up. Because relative to some of the other guys in uh, similar positions, he's he's more experienced. He's one of the more senior figures in this team. So especially with the way, especially with the injuries that Holland's had this season, they need players like him to step up if they want to. I'm not saying win the league. And then things there, but certainly getting top four and uh, having a good run in Champions League. Any players like Sancho to really step up in 2021. So, yeah, as I've noted here on my notes page, get his head down, regain confidence, stop forcing things. He needs to find his story in touch. I think that's a good analysis for him. And so, four and a half out of ten, I think that's a fair assessment for his performances so far. I don't think he's been as bad as people have said, but he hasn't been good on the whole, really and truly. So, yeah, the final player I'm going to look at now is Jude Bellingham. And uh, as I get his page off, I'm just going to say some of the things that I wrote on my notes page about him. So, yeah, I like the confidence he shows on the ball. He has a good engine. He looks wise beyond his years. He plays like a 24, 25-year-old, to be honest with you. I like the confidence he shows on the ball. I like his... Um, he's very um, he's very intelligent. He has a high footballing IQ from what I see. He can play in uh, multiple positions. He can play in a more advanced role. He can play in a deeper line role as he has in a bit of a double pivot so far this season. He can even play. He can even play on the right if Dortmund needed to. I think I think he'd be decent as a wing back if they really really needed needed him to. But yeah, as for Bellingham, I think the things he can improve, the things he can iron out of his game. I think um, he needs to work on his uh, final killer ball because I think certainly been opportunities where he's. Um, he could have maybe tried to break lines and play people in, and he's kind of messed up a little bit. I can think of one off the top of my head against Frankfurt where he could have played Sancho through 
for one on one, but you fucked up the pass. Um, what else have I said about him? I think he needs to work a little bit on his defensive awareness because he has been a little bit exposed in recent weeks in that regard, especially in the game against Stuttgart where he was kind of left, um, it's kind of no man's land really. To be fair, he was he did look very tired and I think um, the break will be good for him. I think I do think he needs to be, I think he needs his action needs to be scaled back just a little bit because I think he's been getting a little overrun and overwhelmed recently. But yeah, people, I'm very impressed with him. I think something he can also work on is um, letting his own personality shine, even when the team's is lacking. I think he needs to show a little bit more bravery and courage at times. I think um, I think he definitely has the propensity and the tools to become the talisman in midfield for them. So I just want to see him be be more demanding of not just him, not just himself. Sorry, but his teammates, and I think, um, yeah, if he does that, he has a very bright future in the game. I really like watching him. Obviously, earlier this season, he made his uh, England debut, got his first cap with the seniors. He won the September Rookie of the Month, which is good for him. He's got one goal. He scored in his debut in the cup against um, Deutschburg, and he's also got four assists, two in the league, two in the Champions League. Yeah, he, I think... Generally, the way he's approached games this season has been very good. I think there have been he's had a few hard sessions. I think against Lazio, he looked a bit out of his depth, but he learned from that and he came back stronger against him in the second game where he rose to the challenge. They obviously targeted him. They targeted him. Sorry, based on the last game, and I think um, that game. I think uh, that game more than anything really impressed me because I know Dortmund didn't win the game, but uh, let me let me look at what I said for, about it. So I'm gonna I'm gonna quote what I said. I said that um, I said that it was a strong, energetic, com- combative performance up against a very physical Lazio side. The luck wasn't on his or or his team's side, and he was on the receiving end of a few challenges that went unpunished by the ref. And the most impressive aspect of his play was the composure was shown on the ball, particularly in the second half when Lazio started to press more aggressively higher up the pitch. And obviously he came off kind of injured towards the end. It was a tough game for him. Thrown in at the deep end, very aggressive, very physical team. They were clearly targeting him. He was trying to get into little pockets for spaces on the on the flanks and make things happen. But uh, Lazio were wise to that. They were clearly given instructions to make sure they didn't have time and space on the ball. And I think ultimately it's why Lazio were able to grow into the game the way they did. But certainly I think he held his own in that in that game. And yeah, I think in, in more recent games, I think his performances have waned a little bit slightly. But you do have to count his age for that. So I think overall... If I had to give Bellingham a rating so far, I will give him. I'll give him a solid seven out of ten. I've been very impressed with him. So yeah, his New Year's resolution going into twenty twenty one is consistency. Like I said, the three C's earlier: competence, confidence, and consistency. He just needs to continue what he's doing. Keep his head grounded. Keep his uh, feet firmly on planted on the floor. Continue what he's doing and, uh, yeah, iron out. Work on his defensive awareness and positioning. 
I think that's something the area he needs to focus a bit more. I think that's where the coaching staff can do a little bit more work with him in the coming months. So, yeah. Maybe he could even be an outside shot for England. So, you never know how things could go. But, yeah, people, this is going to be the end of the pod. I hope you've enjoyed it. Wasn't as long as I thought it would be. Turns out I uh, can't really ramble on for as long as I want to these days. But, yeah, I, I just wanted to keep this concise, a concise review of how I think uh, my other boys have done so far. So, yeah, I'm going to love and leave you all. I'll be back again for another pod on Saturday. And, people, I'm out.